cool. Hey, well, guys, good news. Um, we not only have Buddy here again for our <laughs> discipleship podcast and conversation, and I think it's been good. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't listened to them, but I'm sure well, they've been great. We said them. So. Yeah. <laughs> I actually hate the sound of my own voice. Most people do. Really? Yeah. Give me the science behind it. Well, because you only ever hear your voice either obviously through you talking and just through your ear or through like camera or video or whatever, stuff like that. So you don't get a, like a natural listening of your voice. I think so. I sound awful. Yeah. Like when I hear me, I'm like, I would never listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> what an annoying voice. But we have a special guest with us today, a, a master of discipleship. And his name is none other than brother, Pastor Timothy Stearns. Tim Stearns. It, Hello. Hands Welcome. are clapping everywhere, Hello. all over hey, the world for him. Oh, he's I on, in the back. he's here. I see that hand in the yeah, back. They're going it's crazy right now. They're trying the to Lord. break in the back door because they heard he was here. Yeah, I'm here. Um, Lock the doors. Yo, just craziness. But no, like we we're gonna so we're gonna continue our discipleship conversation, Wonderful. and we've talked about the heart, we've talked about proximity, we've talked about all these really important things. But again, we want to be really practical because practical, yeah. You know, like, sure, we all know we should disciple, but like, okay, should how? <laughs> we understand no. the command, mm. um, but how? So we're gonna get just stupid practical today, mm. and. Uh, give you some resources, some things that have worked for us to help bring people down the path of discipleship. And we're going to talk about Bible, prayer, worship, giving as like the main ones. Nice. Um, yeah. But then really like they should really apply for anything else as well. So, um, okay, Bible reading. I think that this is where most people like do a terrible job mm -hmm. at, at getting people um, growing in this area. Yeah. And this is a huge deal. Like, well, people got to read their own Bible for themselves. It's true. Or it's just going to be a mess. Like, we don't want to be anyone's God. We mm -hmm. don't want to be the main answer. We don't want to be the main player. Yeah. We want to show them and teach them the main player, the main answer. That's Jesus and his word. That's true. Um, so what are some ways you guys have found um, to get people, like, reading their Bible? Also, maybe some basic biblical comprehension, because I think that's a big kickback. I always hear too is like, well, I don't understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. What's some ways, some things that have helped you in discipling people um, and getting in their word? I think definitely a proverb a day is mad fun for me. Oh, that's good. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, usually people are idiots anyways, and Proverbs is full of wisdom, <laughs> right? So we're talking about this morning. Solomon was the wisest dude that ever lived, right? Yeah. So imagine you get an opportunity to sit down and pick someone's brain who is literally just mad wise. Anyways. So like yeah you could I like I always like to sell it before because you could just be like yeah read this but I yeah. so I was about to do it right now I, there's no reason to do it right now you can you can look up a video why you should read proverbs or come come check it out in person but I love doing that a proverb a day uh, I like to sell it to him I'm like why why is this important because you, yeah. you just throw it at him it's like whatever but man here's why you should read it it's gonna be mad important whatever do you ever um, just look at him and be like you're an idiot you need to read proverbs uh i mean look i, I have that relationship because of i mean <laughs> yeah. we're talking about discipleship here discipleship you're in people's life you it's know true. you know about them you know what they need to hear they know you and so you like once you already established that baseline yeah i mean i i could say that to half the people the, and half of them would be like you know what you're probably right <laughs> yeah. but um the more you read proverbs the wiser you get and there's 31 proverbs the most month months have 31 days and if you miss a couple days there's always a day what day is it today it's the 29th when yeah, we're recording yeah. this right now so proverbs 29 boom also devotionals love devotionals one i love is my utmost for his highest 
It's super deep. Okay. Never heard that one. Never heard it? Oswald Chambers? Mm -mm. Bro, it's classic. I've heard that name. Okay. You know what? Another good one that I like a lot is called uh, Sparkling Gems by Rick Renner. Okay. I thought you were joking at first. No, I'm being serious. It's so good. He breaks down like a lot of Greek and makes um, the verses kind of more, I would say, common language. Mm. So where a verse might be like New King James and it's like, I have literally no idea what this means. Mm. Um, He he goes through like history and Mm. the history of the word even sometimes and like really makes it practical gotcha. for the day it's it's really good that's good my almost first highest is not like my almost it's like old english verbiage yeah super deep concept it's like a real small book and it's not a lot of reading but it's like it's deep yeah. it's good that's, it's like that's awesome almost hard to comprehend sometimes but yeah yeah i read a proverb a day yeah mm-hmm. still to this day mm-hmm. i've read the proverbs a ton and I'm still an idiot sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, I, I think yeah. we all sometimes. are. Sometimes. Um, something else I think is really big is reading for uh, quality over quantity. Yes. Because a lot I of people, guess. they'll read like, yeah, I read nine chapters. It's like, okay, but they're still a, like a, a jerk. Like you can read, you can go through a Bible in a year. That's cool. You should. But yeah. like if it doesn't change you, why are you reading it? Mm-hmm. The Bible's The Bible should transform your life. Mm-hmm. So like if as you're reading and something stands out to you, sit there read it kind of like meditate on it and like there's a lot of different practices reading the bible even um but yeah i would i would go for quantity over oh, what i'm with you quantity. quality 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 over quantity, over quantity. Yeah. yeah so how good something is as opposed yeah. to how much you read of it i agree i agree buddy what do you got um normally how i just like to lay it out to people is because oftentimes we look at bible reading as like this as like this strenuous task to like be a Christian. This is like, yeah. Hey, you know, do your homework here. Here's your homework that you have to do every day. But a lot of people don't understand like that. It's, it's you, it's so much more. And then just kind of just like reading a book Mm -hmm. and sometimes even Christians, they, Oh, this is just the reading, the manual, how to live. Like, you know, we just paint it as like, it's just this another book, but it's, it's, but it's not, it's so much more. so versatile. It's so, so much to it. And how I like to explain it to people is like, man, it's like your Bible reading time is like more than just kind of this. Oh, I'm so sitting true. and reading and like I'm gaining some knowledge mm-hmm. or I just read it so I could say, you know, I read my chapter today. But genuinely, I mean, genuinely, it's it's one of the purest forms of communion with Jesus yeah, because so like because he is the word. That's it. Come so on, how I like to so, I mean, it's like I, I always go back to like I remember when me and Cole first got saved. We love like we just love reading our Bible because we we're like, man, I just. I just because that was our 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 kind of our I, to us was like our previous form of like spending time with Jesus yeah. would be go to read our Bible. Like if you look at the first Bible I got that you bought, like it's literally falling apart. But it's literally because I I took it with me. I, I mean, I still do. Yeah. I took it with me everywhere because anytime I was just like, man, I want to open up my Bible and just kind of see like it's huge. what Jesus is saying to me. So I think when you kind of lay it out to people. In a way, because a lot of times, like people either they don't like reading books or they don't care about reading books yep. or, you know, they don't like want to do home. I know from like for myself, I don't want to feel like I'm doing some home doing homework yeah. or something like that. Right. If you lay it out to people where it's like, man, like this is your this is like one of the purest forms that you can do yeah. to spending time with Jesus, you along could, with like prayer and things like that. You could even almost like pose it as like God just wrote you like a lot of text messages. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just trying to get you, get you to know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I agree. And I, I actually like personally for my Bible reading over the last two years, I've been doing the quality over quantity style. Mm-hmm. And 
dude, like most days I might make it a chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my notes through these chapters are like through the roof. Yeah. And I think the thing is too, is like a lot of people, I mean, even at this table, like how many times have we read our Bible? And if you're watching too, like we've read our Bible and then by noon, it's like, huh, what did I read about today? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what, what, what did I even accomplish? Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's two really good ways for me. And like, I'm a pastor. I should be doing this. I take really deep notes in like a moleskin journal mm-hmm. or on Amazon. Now they have these, uh, these ESV journals that are book by book. Yeah. So like the book of Matthew and like the left side is all words. The right side's all blank for notes. Yeah. They're really cool. But I think one of the best ways I've found for teaching young people or new people in the faith yeah. um, to like read your Bible, find something and apply it to your life is the SOAP method. I think the SOAP method is one of the easiest ways for people to kind of mm-hmm. get started in reading it's soap is scripture observation application and prayer yeah and i think it's super healthy because they are are physically writing down what they see in the bible Mm -hmm. what they see in the bible and how it applies in their life and then they're driving it deeper into their heart through prayer is like a massive way i've found for people to know the bible because it's not just the bible we know it's the bible we do that matters Mm -hmm. it's james chapter one yeah. Don't be hearers of the word only, but be doers. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I found soap method to be really, really helpful. One more time. What is it? Soap. soap. So it's scripture. scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Nice. And uh, that's been really good. Now, and I know some some pastors like that's their daily Bible reading still to this day, and they've been pastors like twenty years. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it's really easy, applicable. It's great. And the other thing I found for helping people like start reading their Bible is honestly like accountability and not like, did mm-hmm. you do your homework teacher right. accountability, but like excitement, passion to share about what you read. Mm-hmm. So even yeah. like, right. I have a couple group chats going right now of like people that I'm reading the Bible with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. Cause like some are some grown men who've like never been consistent in their Bible. Mm-hmm. And every morning we're, we're reading Romans right now together. Every morning they're sending like pictures of their writing and what they read and that they're psyched about it and like the first day the one guy's like hey i woke up late and work got crazy owns his own business he's Mm -hmm. like sorry like i missed it today and like everyone was encouraging him it wasn't like oh you suck it was like encouragement yeah so i think it's how you put it for accountability is a big deal but i I think and i think it's also like letting people know like do what works best for you in in your moment not what is like not kind of like not in the way of like, um, cause some people were like, well, do what works best for you. All right. I'm just going to read like, uh, you know, a chapter and it's been like five years and I, well, I only read kind of a chapter and I, you know, for five minutes and I go about my day. Like, that's not what I mean. Like do mm-hmm. what best for you, but yeah. do what best, like one, it should challenge you a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And something that feeds your spirit, mm-hmm. but it works best for you. Like if you do, like, let's say like you're someone and you do overnights. Right. So like when you get out of work, it's like 7am in the mm-hmm. morning and you're like, man, I get out of work. I'm just super tired. And I go to bed. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm not going to be like, no, I'm sorry. Like it don't count unless you mm-hmm. do it right after you get out of work in the morning. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. It might work best. Like I yeah. remember there was a point in time in my life where, where I didn't, where I didn't do my Bible reading in the morning i did it t- towards the eat or late towards the night yeah and that worked great i i, I 
did my prayer time, my Bible reading time, stuff like that. So oftentimes it's like do kind of what works and fits best for yeah. you. And you might not be able to do it in the morning, but set like uh, and I think you should set a specific time. Yeah. Right. Don't just kind of like, an appointment. Yeah. Don't just kind of like, um, I kind of got some time. Let me do like yeah. set a specific time Um, at this time. I'm going to, you know, pray, read my Bible, worship a little bit, you know, take notes, journal and stuff like that and spend, give this time, time to time to God. Yeah. So, you know, kind of don't live in the pressure of like, well, unless I do it this exact way, then yeah. it, it's, then I can't, yeah, there's no I can't read my way. Bible, you mm-hmm. know, or I, I remember there's been times like if I miss the morning, I'm like, well, dang, I guess I can't read my, <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I guess there's no time I can read my Bible because it didn't count. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's like <laughs> do kind of figure out what really <laughs> works best for Bye. you, challenges you yeah. and stuff. And like, you know, get, get yeah. consistent. So if yeah. I'm not like David, if I didn't seek him early in the morning, yeah. it doesn't matter. I ain't yeah. seeking it all. <laughs> I ain't seeking <laughs> it, it all. all. I was like, dang, I missed I the morning. And I was like, oh, it don't count after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. And uh, I guess really we're only going to talk about Bible today. There's no time. We're already 12 minutes. In. Yeah, we're already deep. Um, we're just talking about your Bible today. Um, yo, so I think also people struggle with understanding Mm. So another thing I think is really important is you got to let them know, like, if there's something you don't get, just let me know Mm -hmm. and I'll find it with you. Yeah. And having those conversations are really, really important of like, you're not dumb if you don't get it. Like I had a grown man text me from that group. He's like, Hey, I've been reading new King James version. and I literally don't understand it. (laughs) He's like, I don't know if it's just weird words or if I have really bad reading comprehension, what Mm -hmm. should I do? Yeah. So I just, I hooked him up with a Bible app. I had him start reading yep. through all the different versions. And then I also told him like, go to Barnes and Noble, pick up all the Bibles and just read a couple pages in each until you yeah. kind of catch a flow that's easy for you to understand and yeah. to get. And I, I really think like giving a teenager like a new King James version probably isn't like the biggest win. Yeah. You know, it's not terrible. I, I personally love new King James version. But I think giving a new believer like an NLT, which is more uh, story form and mm-hmm. common language, is such a bigger win yeah. for reading comprehension. No, it's not it's not a study Bible, right. but reading comprehension is massive. You want people to understand the concepts God is giving. He, mm-hmm. It's not like in heaven he's going to be like, well, you misquoted my Bible mm-hmm. in the English language. You read the NIV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God cares about the concepts. Yeah. Um, and when we get those correct, and if they don't understand them, they'll never get them. Yeah. So yeah. I think getting a Bible that people can understand, letting them know you're available is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I also think like having a Bible that's special when you're first starting helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, like not everyone's going to respect it. Like I gave Buddy a Bible one time. And I'll call him out right now. He lost it. Oh my I mean, gosh. I wasn't even saved. So. It was blue. Wow. It was a blue thin line Bible, and he <laughs> lost like, it. That's like wow. giving someone. A, that's like giving someone a, a basketball who doesn't even play sports. Like here you go. He was coming to church a lot. Wow. Okay? He was There's a lot of people that come to church. Hurt right now. He was coming a lot, and yeah, he's hurt. I am hurt. I'm Dang. offended. We're Dude. gonna deal with the offense right now. Yeah. He'll get over. Uh-huh. See, it like, probably would have been better if you had given him an actual good version. Maybe he still would have had it. Maybe no. That was a cool looking Bible. I didn't even read it. It was sweet. I really did not read it. <laughs> okay, right. for, for real though, let me get to my soapbox. A lot of people hype uh, New King James because they're like, like, "Oh, it. that's it's accurate." It's not as no, accurate it's not. as the NASB or ESV. ESV is not even as accurate. No, as that's NASB. not true. Okay. ESV is ESV. Anyways, just that's my little soapbox. I, I just got, I had to throw There's that in another there. one. They NASB is one of the most accurate. And NASB are they're also up there. Super. NASB is more accurate. I mean, then you have the whole argument too, though, and we're getting on a bunny trail of like. Word for word accuracy is as important as thought for thought accuracy. 
Yeah, so look, there's like so many arguments with break this it stuff. down to the Greek. NASB has it almost right almost every and time. And then I yes, would so also challenge you also. to then let's introduce a King James only version into this conversation. That's not and exactly. They'll say we're all going to hell. No, because Jesus read exactly. the King James version. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, other resources in understanding the Bible. Uh, on YouTube, there's uh, a channel called The Bible Project. Uh, you don't like the Bible Project? I mean, the, sometimes they get like weird interpretations. Okay, so not for their interpretations of things, but how they break down the books of the Bible, I think are really like pretty solid. Most of the ones I've seen, yeah. to give background to what people are reading, I yeah, think it get empowers them to feel yeah. like more equipped to read it. Yeah. And that's what I like those for. I don't like their like full theological things. I don't mm-hmm. agree with everything right. that he, he has to say, but I would say his animated videos on like yeah. Genesis, Exodus. They hold your attention. They yeah. hold your attention. They give you decent history of what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when people feel empowered, they just I think they take the next step. Yeah. yeah. I think that's big. Um, okay, yo, so let's recap all this real quick. Um, number one, they need, um, some level of accountability. Number two, they probably need a plan. Most people aren't mm-hmm. going to know where to read. So to start them with like, here's a great place to read is, yeah. is super important. Yep. Number three, you need to make sure they know that you're available to answer questions, to help them, to give them feedback, anything else like that. Number four, um, teach them how to do a soap journal or some sort of, uh, like scripture writing. I think is important where they're writing down and they're purposely applying something that they read that day mm-hmm. is, is big. Cause then they're not just an information, but their uh, transformation yeah. in their life is big. Um, did I miss anything from what we just talked about the whole time? Uh, pretty much it. Yeah. yeah that's, them, much. Uh, that's all the practical stuff. Get them NASB and ESV. Yes, and only NASB. <laughs> Imagine someone being an NASB only mm-hmm. person like King James Version people. <laughs> That's me right now. <laughs> That's me right now. Um, but and, and I think that you need to really encourage people too. Yeah. yeah. In like, it's best. I found it's best when you're in like a, a small group of people who are like always reading. Mm-hmm. And I think that like really a small group for discipleship wins. And we'll talk about that later. But a small group of like four to five people that are like sharing their notes pretty consistent, I think is pretty cool. Um, it just lets other people know that like you're not the only person that hears from God when you read your Bible. Right. Yeah. People need to know that. That's a big deal. Yeah. And then make it fun. You know, make it fun. Make it a big deal. Make it exciting because it is exciting. You mm-hmm. get to know more about God and Jesus and yeah. his plan and yeah. the goodness of who he is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Final thoughts on discipling people in their Bible reading. Discipling other people, just get, if, if they're hungry, they'll do it. I've heard this old story about, you know, the, this youth group wanted this kid to shower. They're like, hey, man, you shower. Here's the benefit to showering. Man, showering's really good. Man, when you shower, it's great. And he never showers. He sees a pretty girl, and the girl says Sounds something like about, like, youth group. like, hey, this this girl's like, yeah, I like guys who smell good. I tell you what, that kid will shower the next day when people, <laughs> when people have like a, their own hunger for it. It's true. And so just, just, just hyping that up for them. Like me, me knowing that when I go to the word, I'm going to look into who Jesus is. Like buddy was saying earlier, like I, I'm going to encounter a man, Jesus Christ. And it's yeah. going to l- literally change me. That gets me hyped to read my, like, I want to read right now. Like give me Ecclesiastes. Or something, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But just, just really nailing down the heart and nailing down the hunger of like, man, it, it's it's huge. That's yeah. what I would say. 
That's great. Mm-hmm. And you make people hungry by talking about how great it is. Mm-hmm. You know, gas it up. Yep. People don't mind talking about the movie they just watched, mm-hmm. the show they're watching, their last meal that they love. People yep. love talking about things that impact them. Talk about the Bible. But it's got to impact you. Yes. Because some people, like, they'll, they'll talk about it. It's like, bro, I know you, you, you don't even sound like you like this. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I got the same alert this morning. That was the verse of the day. Literally. <laughs> Literally. The verse of the day is not reading your Bible. Yeah. I believe hungry people beget hungry people. But yeah. I agree. Awesome. Cool. Hey, we'll talk about prayer and worship and all the other stuff. Another time we want to keep these short and just pretty practical, pretty simple. We love you. Have a great day. And uh, get someone reading their Bible.